0: Well, hey there, uh, podcast listeners. Uh, I'm here today with two generations of Dwyer boys. I've got my son, AJ, who you've heard before on this podcast. And today we have a special guest, my dad, my father. Because today, AJ, what are we talking about today? We're talking about being a millionaire. Being who? (laughs) Who wants to be a millionaire? So we're talking about million millionaire habits that you should do now. AJ, did you know that your grandpa is a millionaire? Would you have ever guessed that? No. <laughs> Dad, is that true? Would you say that that's true with your, your net worth? Well, more I, than a million I, I dollars? thought
1: maybe from my snappy dressing, he might have had an idea when I wear <laughs> my door electric t-shirt all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, just so everybody knows. Dad, how old are you now? 72. 72. He still he still works. He's he's a spry young guy. He's an electrician. He climbs in attics. It's pretty amazing, and he's just he's just a hardworking guy. And yeah, he he tends to wear jeans and um, suspenders and sweats and uh, just a, he's just your normal guy. And that's kind of what we're talking about today because, Dad, I want you to help us think through some of the habits that you did to get where you are. I, I guess the first question is, dad, what's the, what's the easiest way to become a millionaire?
1: Um, start off with $10 million <laughs> <Spend nine. laughs> and then spend nine.
0: And then spend nine. That's good. Okay.
1: But, but dad, I don't think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen to any of us. Yeah. In, in, in all honesty, um, if I were going to say one thing in life, if you want to, if if you want to attain any financial successes, you have to plan for it. Mm. You have to plan for it. And simple things that I've tried to tell all my kids is, don't spend all your money. Mm. If you can't afford something, don't spend it. And um, and and so, that's probably the, the first, the first point. But I, I, I want to make, I'm to make sure. People understand some things here. Um, I have five kids. Um, I went to college. When I went to college in in 1960, um, I worked in a factory and paid for my college. And, you know, I did get some scholarship money, but my college education was paid for by the government, I mean not the government, the school on scholarships and me. We didn't have student loans and things like that. Yep. No one expected that. Yep. Or at least I didn't. You know, I I, I didn't want to didn't want to go to school and have to spend the next twenty years of my life paying that off. So I paid for my own college education, got married and um, um, in the first you know, shortly after the first year of marriage we had a child. And I was still in college, and I was in grad school at that point in time. And then I had to go. Then I had to go to work. And so my wife didn't have the opportunity to go out and earn any money. She did what I consider to be the most important thing: was
0: mm-hmm. raise amen the family. To,
1: amen the to mom that. At home, right? Yeah, amen.
0: yeah I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad uh, that you worked and and saved and you guys were frugal and mom stayed at home. I I do think that's, it's so different today. So many couples kind of feel the need to. Oh gosh,
1: it's it's so, it's, it's so hard today. Mm -hmm. But the point being is that was, you know, we had one income and on that one income we had to raise what ultimately was five kids and, um, and try to get a home and, you know, have some fun and you know, things like that. So it was it was just through regular, ordinary work. I was an ordinary guy with an ordinary job. I went to work for the telephone company and um, I was a first level manager, making $900 a month when I first started. And um, wow. in, in within two years, I got my one and only promotion. <laughs> <laughs> the second level. And then the rest of my career, I was a second level manager at the telephone company till age 50 when I retired. So, wow. So it was not a, this was not a, an example of, um, you know, became a president of a corporation. Of course I am now I'm an electrician and I own my own company, which is just me. I can tell me what to do. <laughs> and so, so there's nothing special there. So,
0: um, yeah, and I think that's good for for listeners to hear, for AJ to hear. You know that that it, what you you didn't you didn't get a big uh, you didn't inherit no. a ton of money. Nope. Like uh, nope. like like I hope to to become a millionaire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well uh, said. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> which is my which is
0: my plan. Um,
1: That'll, that'll work too, I guess. If, if you want to be a millionaire, get $9 million and spend eight of That's it, right. Well, that's
0: why AJ needs to hear this, because I'm going to spend it all when I get it from Grandpa. So my plan's not going to work for you, son. So, I, you know, yeah, I like it that you retired at 50 and then you, you know, for 22 years, you've been in your, you've just, you know, if, if you get a job, you make the money, you know, you're not making money. A company's not giving you money. They're not giving you a pension anymore. You're not getting, yeah. you know, from your electric com- from your, from your, uh, you know, small business. And so it's good. I think you represent a couple different types of people out there that, that everyone can relate to. Yeah. But the, the point is you raised five kids, put four of us through college And you, you still, I mean, you, you are a millionaire and, uh, and I'm proud of you for that. And I want to hear, I want to make sure that AJ hears, uh, kind of your philosophy of money, which is actually very similar to Dave Ramsey. I always say that Dave Ramsey, I'm like, what is the big deal with Dave Ramsey? Because this is the stuff you've taught us all all our lives. So for some people, they've never heard it before. Okay. So let's go over some of the things you say, you say, plan for the plan for the future right don't spend it all right Sp- one of the don't, things that- yeah,
1: don't 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 spend it all and and i will say when um my and i first got married um we we didn't really have any savings we just got out of college uh, but you know we were living on love which lasted about <laughs> 8 hours until we got hungry we had to buy some food <laughs> and but but um, no, until you first, until you tried I to clean to the, the dishes, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but we, we knew early on, even when we, when we first got married, we were living in an apartment and I was, that was, uh, um, I was living in the South side of Chicago and commuting to uh, Northwestern in Evanston, Illinois. And that was a long drive. And, and, but we did that cause it was the cheapest place to stay mm. right next to my parents' house. And even then, even then, when we were in school, we were planning for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we didn't we didn't have a family yet, but we we knew we were going to need to have a home someday. And so we would we were never I don't know we were never spendthrifts. Mm-hmm. We your mom was was fantastic at keeping <laughs> me in Rain. I would have been one of the people that would have spent it all to be <laughs> honest with you. My but Ma wouldn't let me thank God. Yep. And uh, and so then you you realize some things in life. If you want something, you have to plan for it. Hmm. Interestingly, you know, I I am I will say this. I am a planner. I plan for the future. I you know, when when I was in in grammar school, I was planning for what I was going to do in high school, which is study to be a priest. That didn't work out, <laughs> or or we wouldn't be having this phone call right now. And and in and, uh, and then when I was in high school, I figured, well, I better plan to go to college. And when I, after I got out of college, then now I have a job, and now I'm planning for the family, which was, by the way, the you know the most significant thing I've ever done is raise the family. Yeah. That's the best. So.
0: Yeah, and I love. I want. I want our. I want our older listeners to hear that again. That you. You know, when you were in, in high school and in college and early marriage, you planned for the future. And I love what you said right there. Is I'm still planning for the future. You're seventy-two years old. You're still planning for the future. You haven't given up on it, right? I love that.
1: No, Um, because you know, I, I you know, I had one career working for the as a manager in a telephone company. I have another career as a. As an electrician, running my own electric company, which is just me, just me, uh, and and I'm 72 and I'm still climbing the ladders and going up in the attics. To be honest with you, I love it. I I wish I could do this though I'm 80 because it keeps me in good shape. But I doubt that I will. Mm-hmm. So well, you'll ha- you have you have a future. Means-
0: you have a future in podcasting. This is this much is clear already. <laughs> So,
1: so so what I'm so what I'm going to do is is and I think i would mentioned this to you, Brian and and uh, anybody else who listened to me. And if anybody ever listens to this podcast, which I really doubt it, that that <laughs> keep keep planning. And 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 I, and I don't know what that next thing is. I don't know what that next thing is for me, but I guarantee you, it's going to be something else. And it's not going to be. Go out and play golf every day, mm-hmm. even though I'd I'd like to. But all the bloody mirrors would kill me by the time I finished <laughs> it. Let alone the cigars. Come on. So, so so, so let me. You keep planning. Yeah, I just, you know keep planning for the future and for when you're young. You know, it's the planning for, um, planning for a house or planning mm-hmm. for your family. Well, we, you know, when when mine and I got married. We we just graduated from college, and I had a year of graduate school to go. So, you know, she got a job working at a bank, and and I, you know, I went to school and um, and got out of school debt free, both of us, mm. including one year of grad school for me. And so, that at least got us on an even field to, um, you know, you know, financially, so to speak. Not yeah. not like unfortunately, kids today if they're going to go to college and they come out with a
0: yeah right hundred
1: thousand dollar debt or something like that that is crippling yeah that is crippling and that is uh, that is unconscionable that our government and our colleges even allow that to happen anyways I'll get up myself boxing the math right now
0: well let me uh, where was, I? Where let was me, it let me I the, to myself? let me ask the let me ask the younger is. generation A.J., what grandpa says plan for the future so what what are your financial goals let's uh let's let's let you have a little airtime what are your financial goals as a 16 year old right now for the future have money <laughs> <laughs> no you got to share with the world one of your goals that i that i've called dumb before what's one of your financial goals you said this to me months ago you said dad here's my financial goal i want to own a tesla <laughs> That's it, yeah. Life accomplished, and you just go at that point. Now, of course, I said that was a stupid goal, but <laughs> then I realized that they're coming out with a thirty-five thousand dollar Tesla, which isn't isn't so yeah. terrible after all. But yeah, come on, son, Grandpa, you you have to say how old is uh, Noni's favorite vehicle? She's got a GMC. Oh, that's right. What's what's yeah, the well, van? That, what is? How yeah, many years? We have is...
1: a we have a GMC. We have a GMC van. One of the one of the things in our life. That we have not spent a lot of money on our new cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, we don't generally buy used cars; we buy new cars and keep them ten to twelve years. But we have one that is our, you know, our favorite vehicle. It's um, um, I forget what year nineteen ninety ninety six I think. ninety five yeah, or ninety six GMC van. And if GMC wants me to show that to them, I'll show it to them. Uh, if they want to pay me a little advertising money, I would do that. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, always making deals. And f- there's 250,000 miles on that van, and we love it. And we there's and uh, there's some rust on the on the on the uh, passenger side doors, so we're kind of open some of the sideswipes us so we can get that fixed for free but <laughs> and um, i'll say that mom, we love we love that car. and that yeah. mom we is that car.
0: yeah mom has kept you know uh floor mats down for 23 years yeah. in that thing so that <laughs> the carpet is original i, I told her the other yeah. day mom yeah. just pull those car- you'll have a brand new van for like enjoy it for a couple <laughs> of years and she won't do it so she
1: some, won't do it she Some, won't do it. She won't even let me get rid of it. She get rid of me before she gets rid of that man. <laughs> now I will say
0: that your grandson has a little bit of that. AJ, what car do you drive? I drive a 2010 Hyundai Sonata. And how many miles sweet. are on that? Two hundred twelve. Two hundred and twelve thousand miles on that, AJ's that's car. That's a
1: sweet ride. I used to get to ride it until you turned sixteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you stole my car. And age, how many miles have you put on it? I have put like fifty. <laughs> fifty miles on it and what do you hope to get on it? I want to get to three hundred thousand. Yeah. That's good. That a boy. There's a good that plan that a for the future. You'll be driving that in when you get married, probably. So Yes sir. Dad, one of the things you say is financial goals are the easiest to deal with. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, well what 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 I mean by that is I don't mean financial goals are easy to accomplish. I say financial goals are are easy to understand for instance if you or I said "Boy, I want to be a better person this year at the beginning of this year I want to be a better person and when you get through the end of the year who's going to tell you if you're a better person or not a better person you can't you can't measure that goal and and but if if I said starting at the beginning of the year I want to save We gotta pick a number. Six hundred dollars. I want to pay six save six hundred dollars. There's a call coming in on my phone. I want to save six hundred dollars by the end of this year. You if you want to establish a plan, you can establish that plan and I forget if it's fifty dollars a month, and you can set aside fifty dollars a month. And you can look at it anytime you want in June. How close am I to that? goal of $600. And, and at the end of the year, you know, did I make that goal or did I not make that goal? So from that standpoint, financial goals are, uh, I, I don't want to say simple. They're yeah. clear. Yeah, anyway. they're measurable. I like because that. Yeah. It, it, it be, because you, you need to know if you're making making progress. When, you know, it's, you know I work for the telephone company. And uh, like I said, and I had five, you know, five kids, and 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 when I was about 40 years old, is when 401ks came into existence. Hmm. Uh, before that, there I don't know what they had. And 401k that's that is a section in the tax code, and, and it allows you to do what we all know you can do. You can put money in, you can deduct it, you know, the the what you put it in, and you. It, It um, you don't pay taxes on it until you take it out. That's a good thing. You know that's a good thing. Prior to that, the telephone company had, you know, some type of a savings plan which I always put in. But you could after three years you could take the money out. So I would always at so when I was forty years old I would always take the money out each year because I needed that to support my family for, Hmm. you know, for the ongoing living. But at age forty. I realized that once again, you know, you know there, there, at, at that age, there were two things that were huge in my life in terms of planning. One was the college education for the kids, and the second was the re- retirement. What are we going to do when when the kids are gone in in retirement? It falls upon us, <laughs> and and so, you know, so then I decided. I have to leave the money in the four hundred and one k, and so that's what that's what we started doing. That that is really the age when we started saving money and keeping the money in there. Yeah. Up until that point in time, we weren't saving. It. That's the you know, and that's only to say that how things can accumulate over time mm-hmm. when you do it regularly. Because I, I will say, the best way to to save money to save for the future is to do it in monthly or regular increments mm. all the time if, if uh, the job i had i got paid monthly so it, from that standpoint it seemed like it seemed like a terrible thing cuz you know you get you you get paid your check on you know, the first of the month and you have, and you got money, boy, I, mean, I got money. Let's go, let's go spend this money. But you find out by the, when we, when we first started doing that, by the 25th of the month, you're, you're just eating Campbell's tomato soup and crackers <laughs> to get through. You figure, maybe I got to be a little smarter than this next month. Well, and this re- uh, this but,
0: reminds me of your famous, uh, your your most, the most famous grandpa-ism uh, that we have, and uh, everyone in my life knows this. My son knows this. In fact, I'm going to quiz him right now. AJ, what what is the statement that uh, that we all live by that Grandpa gave us years ago? Make a decision and make it work. Yeah, so is Very that good. is that the example of Gosh. it, Dad, that you made that decision at 40, even though it was hard, <laughs> and then you had to make it work by the end of the month?
1: <laughs> well, that's... Oh, this is for me? So that, that's how it started. I mean, I had no choice because we, we weren't planning on starving to death. But uh, that, that whole concept on making a decision to make it work came out of working for the telephone company when when you would make a decision and then everyone would change their mind and you'd get no place fast. Mm. So I, I learned that that lesson from telephone company and then apply it to my life and it just makes it it makes it makes so much easier but you're right at that point in time at that point in time when I was 40 years old the last thing I was going to think about is uh, how, what am I going to do what am I going to do when I'm 72 years old mm-hmm. uh, you know most people now think that far in advance but I thought we got to do this we, we just have to do it um, what, what they actually did by the way is uh, that I can't remember the exact dates, but it was around that time when I realized I didn't think I had enough money to do what we wanted to do, and in, uh, in terms of college, getting the kids into college, and how we were going to do that. And, and that is when, and that's it, time for another story. But that was when I started being an electrician, yeah, because I needed to get extra money to make ends meet.
0: And I remember and, that. Yeah, I and, I, and let me add in, as your son at that time, I that, I was probably in maybe junior high-ish yeah. when that happened, I think. And uh, I remember, and this is good for any dads or moms listening, that you were clear with me on that, you, with all of your kids, that you said, hey, I'm we're going to do this side job, you know, so that we can be saving money for your college. Like, you made that clear, and I think that was great because you involved us in that, you you know, you took us with, you, even though we probably weren't great helpers, but um, you took us with you and you, you taught us how to work hard. You taught us how to set goals and, and how, how to achieve those goals and to be hard workers. And I think all of your kids are.
1: Yeah. Well, one, one example, it just, now that it, it just pops into my head, I remember when um, we went to Disney World in Florida, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, get, I get choked up a little bit. <laughs> Can we laugh, Can we laugh a little bit more. But I, I wanted. Well, we had five kids, and Katie was in. Um, she was in junior high, I think. And Betsy was younger, obviously younger than that. She was in just grade school, unless if Betsy was, unless if Katie was still in grammar school. But I took all of you kids on electric jobs with with me, so that you could earn money, so that when we went down to Disney world in Florida, you would have money to spend. And I, I never expected this to be a lesson, but, but when we went to Disney world, all of you kids, including Betsy had between 75 and a hundred dollars of cash in your pocket. And this was, and the eighties, you know, eighties, that was, that was a lot of money. That was, was a, lot of, a lot of money. And, and, and we got, we got, Disney World, and the first thing, every dad can I have so, Mickey Mouse. Here's dad can I have that goofy face. Can I have this. I said, sure, sure. You can, you can have. You can have whatever you want. That's the, but that's that's the money that you have in your pocket. And y'all just, y'all said, but I earned that money. <laughs> and I said, yes, and I earned all of this money <laughs> to get us here. If you want to, if you want to go ahead and spend it. Go right ahead, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. It's Betsy, the youngest, she spent it all the first day. She <laughs> spent it all, and she that is sounds proud about right. Of that. <laughs> that sounds like Betsy, right? And all the rest of you came back with money because you all said, "Well, gosh, do I really want those Mickey Mouse ears, or do I want that, you know, bicycle seat, or you know, video game?" Of course, I don't think we had video games back there, but you at an early age had to determine the value of money, and that wasn't that wasn't anywhere on my list of of anything that I was expecting to see there. I enjoyed you kids working with me, yeah. and that was my that was you know the the preparation before we went on vacation was for me more fun than the actual vacation. Yeah, yeah. In the and the vacation was fun. It was and if you remember, that's the only big vacation we well done. I,
0: and i and here's what i do remember about that that one sticks out in my head because you said to us because we you were so frugal and mom was so frugal and and i think that and this is good for listeners to hear too you said hey we're gonna spend i'm bringing i think you said something like yeah, i'm bringing three yeah, thousand dollars right. was is that the number yeah you yeah, said and yeah. i want to spend all of it every penny and that really <laughs> shocked us Cause that's yeah. not how we lived, but I think it's good. You know, yeah. when you, you, one of Dave Ramsey's principles is when you, when you live like nobody else, you can live like nobody else. Right. When you, yeah. when you sacrifice early, then later on, you're, you're going to, you're going to have money. You're going to be a millionaire. Right. And I think it yeah. was, it was, that, that was one of the lessons that stuck out in my head that sometimes you can enjoy it, you know, that, that you yeah. should be frugal yeah. and you should plan and strategize and all these things we've been talking about, but you should also enjoy it. AJ, for you, yeah. And Kenzie, as as grandkids now, a ge, you know, a generation away from from uh, me, what would you say? What would you have done? What would Kenzie have done on that trip to Florida? She wouldn't have bought anything. What about you? I'd have bought everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So we got, we so, got all. Covered. We've
0: got it all covered. No, I think you. I think you're AJ. You're good with your money too. He AJ works hard. I am hard. now, but yeah. not then. <laughs> yeah, not back then. Yeah, and I would say that Dad, you're all of your kids now. Even Betsy, even the youngest, she is very frugal. Yeah. She might be the most oh, frugal yep.
1: of all of us. I, I agree. I agree. It's uh, I'm I, I am I'm very happy to see how how you kids have learned the lesson of of finances. Everyone lives within their means, and that makes it, that, that reduces so much stress.
0: Right. So much stress. Right. Well, yeah, and um, in 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 reality, it allows you, in part, your your training of us, then allows you to save, keep saving money, and we're you know we you don't have to bail us out, and we don't have to yeah. bail you out. And you know, I've got so many so many friends who are you know in their forties who are, you know, supporting their parents who were terrible with their money.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I,
0: and I also know so many parents your age, grandparents your age who are raising their grandkids or supporting their kids still because their kids never learned the lessons. And so that's why yeah, we wanted to have you on here and any anyone listening to this podcast, uh, parents, if you have kids at home still, listen to this with your kids. Hit pause, let it spark those conversations. You can find more on this at flextalk.org go to our family section click on that little budgeting tab and you'll find this millionaire topic along with so many others dad and aj thank you so much for uh, making this generational podcast so fun and dad thank you for uh, oh, thank you for the millions of dollars i'm going to inherit
1: <laughs> well you know what remember when i said spend it all when we were going down to florida i even said spend it all and we didn't either yeah maybe no Maybe now I will. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. There's a legacy. There's a legacy to be passed on, and that's that's part of it. So cool.
0: Thanks, Dad. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on the podcast.